Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast, and sometime you need to come sit in here. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the most, this is one of the happiest places on earth is right here. Praise God. Father, we thank you today. Thank you that Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, is on the throne. And prayer in his name changes things. And we give you praise and we honor you today in the precious name of Jesus, Father, for every word that's said and every miracle that takes place all over the world today. And there will be many in the name of Jesus. Join me once again today in welcoming Professor Greg Stevens. Thank you, sir. Instructor at KCBC and uh, man of faith, man of honor, man of God. It's... uh, Let's go to the book of Ephesians. I just had a thought here. That I'll, I'll get to it in a moment, Greg. Yes, sir. <clears throat> First, our chapter 2, verse 11, our golden text concerning our study of covenant. Wherefore, remember that you being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. At that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world, but now, yes, go sir. in Christ yes, Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of by that blood. covenant. Yes, Glory sir. to God. Hallelujah. That's my access. That's it. That's my access now, to blood. Every covenant must be activated. Mm-hmm. I remember when it it came as a revelation to me that this is the reason, Greg, for all of these many years, I I don't have partners. I have covenant partners. I I have entered covenant with them to pray and so forth. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, man, I'm telling you, sometimes I'm real busy and all of that, but I still have to do it. Yes, sir. Because I made covenant with my partners. So, um, activating that covenant, they can be a prayer partner. Yeah. They can be, uh, you know, and that's wonderful, man. Hey. But we're talking about financial partners here. Yes, sir. See, I'm not pastor of a church. Now you've you've you've, you've been pastor and you're you're um, associate pastor associate pastor at EMIC. But I, I my congregation is all over the world. So you activate the day the first partner service I ever heard was I was driver for Oral Roberts. Mm. And I wanted to be a partner so so it just it was so bad, it was just all over me. And the thing that got me, Greg, he said he'd pray for me every day. And, and I thought, oh, man, I want a piece <laughs> yes, of this. Sir. I needed a piece of that. But it had to be activated. And he'd been talking about $10 a month. Well, I didn't have $10 anywhere in the world. I didn't have $10. 
So, uh, but they passed out, remember those little wooden yeah, church little pencils? Church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that goes a long way. Yes, it does. That little manila envelope with a little pencil in it. And I, I, I said, hey, that pencil belongs to me. Now, what am I, what is my desire? I didn't realize that's what I was doing then. But I needed to activate that covenant and I didn't have $10 and this pencil was it. But I had to give something. Now, how did God make his covenant? He so loved the world he gave. Yes, sir. That Whatever covenant, is in your hand. Yeah. And immediately, a woman right behind me said, hey, you, and gave me $10. I ran, caught the usher, got my pencil, put it in my pocket. I'm a company partner go. with oil robbers. That go. activated. Now, turn with me to Deuteronomy 28. Now, this is from the curse of the law. Now, if you, we won't have time to get into that today. But if you will go back several weeks and we first started studying covenant together, all of the blessing mountain, the curse mountain, all of that was explained. But now this is, and you remember Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for it. But look at this. Verse, let's say verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake you till you be destroyed. Because you hearken not, you didn't listen to the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. They shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder and among your seed forever because you serve not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Mm. Now, I got into really serious trouble over this studio right here. Years ago, we did a, a tour of Australia. We were there for, I've forgotten now, two or three weeks all, all over Australia. Dynamite meetings. We would get in at night, turn on the news, and it would be the news, the morning news, in the United States. All of a sudden, all of the TV preacher scandals, all over the television. Right there, looking at that, I heard it so plainly. I want you to go home and start a daily broadcast. <laughs> I was already exhausted. And it was my fault, but I didn't know any better then. And I, I said, Lord, I can't do that. It'll kill me. And that 13-hour airplane ride from Sydney to Los Angeles. Our airplane picked us up in, in Los Angeles. I made that whole 13 hours trying to talk him out of that. And, of course, there wasn't no way I was going to talk him out of it. He said, you, the country's going to have to have a daily broadcast and learn how to walk by faith. And I said, yeah, and we were doing a weekly. I said, TV preachers are stock is at an all-time low, and you want me to go on daily. You mean in a time of famine, he's asking you to. Yeah, and I was famined out. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, to make a long story short, 
I came up against a really some, some serious problems in this ministry. And he, one of the things he said, you better get your house in order. And I, I, I said, Lord, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And, 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 and I said, right, what about this financial thing? He said, you don't qualify for that. Mm. <laughs> he said, uh, your, your daily broadcast. You, and I said, I hope Paige in there. He said, yeah, but you were not willing. You haven't had a good thing to say about it, not one time this whole time. Mm-hmm. Now he said, go to Deuteronomy 28:47. Oh, Jesus. You serve not the Lord God with joyfulness and gladness of heart in television. And the first time I smiled is when they turned the camera on. Because I was tired and I didn't like it. I dreaded it. I talked ugly about it. I didn't want any more to do with it. I said, well, I changed that right now. Glory to God. I love daily television. (laughs) And and, and so the next, some of you might have seen it. I don't know. But the next time I brought, of course, I was in here by myself. The table was sitting right out there and, and it was facing this way. And I told that story. And I said, I want you to know I love this. I love this. And the glory of God hit me. And I jumped up. I said, I've got joyfulness and gladness of heart. And ran around the table. Amen. And I've been in love with it ever since. Because I've got a covenant with my yes, sir. Now, let's go to Exodus. And what I'm showing here is activating the covenant. But you get over into religious mm. tradition. Just makes it... No effect at all. Jesus said that. He said that your religious traditions just make it the word of God or the covenant of God of no effect. Now, look at Exodus 23, 25. And when you read this this way, it doesn't even make sense. Look at this. You shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and water, and I will take sickness. What? Who's the he? I mean, hey, come on. And people just read by that and still think it's God. Mm. Because that's the only verse you read. Now, wait a minute. Look at the 20th verse. It would do you good to read Exodus. It'll bless you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come to this and say, oh, son, I've got ministering spirits here looking over my food. Anyway, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you unto the place which I've prepared. Beware of him. Obey his voice. Provoke him not. He will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. And you shall serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. And your angels shall bless your bread and water. And I'll take sickness from the midst of you. There's nothing uh, cast their young or barren in the land. And the number of your days I will fulfill. There you go. So I just add 120 in there. There it is. The number of my hundred. I have a covenant mandate with Jesus Christ of Nazareth to live out my full time, which is 120 years. At, at his request. 
So now instead of saying, I can't do that. No, he asked me to do it. That means I can. And I'm in better health now than I've ever been. Really? Amen. Much better. Amen. I'm not fighting the battle of the bulls anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm well and strong. And the dreams of my life have come to pass. Yeah, praise God. I went for years, 40% body fat, 30%, 35%, just starved, and you still got more fat than anything else. On the DEXA scan machine. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Just a, <laughs> just a few. I reduced it once. My ideal... Body fat percentage is 15%. I just hit 14.7. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's wonderful. Now, the last time it was 11%. So what's the deal? Muscle. Yes, sir. And and absolute, the the diet that I should have had all along. And it's, it's, the Lord has balanced it out. At 83 years old, I'm where I wanted to be when I was 30. And I weighed 240 pounds. Well, I did one of those not too long back, and I'm going to tell you what happened. I looked at it, and I wanted to rebuke that machine. (laughs) Well, actually, I know I did. I rebuked that machine, and the Lord said, what are you doing that for? Yeah. You think it lied? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I called it a liar. And I realized the, the now I have white hair, but I'm not that old. It just <laughs> it just went early. Um, the 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 thing is, as I looked at that, and I said, <clears throat> I'm close to Brother Copeland's age, according to that machine. And that's what it was telling me. You know, you know what I mean? I mean yeah. Biologically, and it said something's got to change. This needs to change. Yeah. I began to change it. Now going back to that verse right here. This angel, he says, uh, beware and obey his voice. Provoke him not. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, now I need to know how not to provoke this guy. Because he's involved. Let me make one statement there. Yeah. By, by reading those like this, praying and announcing to the devil and all the demons of hell and my angels that are in the room, I activated that covenant that I like to destroy my life by not doing that. And I put that verse out of the curse and this verse in this blessing and got all these things in order. I put that together and activated that covenant. And I mm. am completely convinced. Yes, sir. Greg Stevens, that that's the reason I'm in the physical condition that I am now, because this started back before my body was in this good a shape. So here's the deal. It says, he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness from your midst. That angel's taken. He's watching over that. Now, what if I get in there and do some cockamamie, crazy prayer about my food just haphazardly? He can do nothing. Can he? I mean, if I get in there and try to bless something that is not good for me, Lord, take all the calories out of that. <laughs> now, I've heard good Christians do that and think they prayed over their food to bless it. No, it's just the pig came. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pig syndrome. <laughs> yeah. But that don't work. 
Right. It's... How can I say this one? <clears throat> you have... Every, every human being born into the earth has an angel. Jesus said so. As your life and ministry increases, that angel is the boss angel of your life and ministry. If he needs help, God will assign other angels as your life and ministry grows. Now, I, I, there, there have been those that have seen the angel that works with me. I've never, I've never seen him. I won't go into the story, but I'm <laughs> very aware of him. Anyway. Well, yeah, now that I opened this, Ken, I need to say this. <laughs> Good, I was hoping. Many years, many years ago, I was preaching Beaumont, Texas for Hilton Sutton's dad, Dad Sutton. There for three weeks just preaching on this Mark 11, 23 and 24 and 25. And uh, there was a guy that he, he, was, he, he was Baptist. And he sat right on the front row. Man, and all of a sudden he wasn't there anymore. And he was, he was, he was so attentive and so energetic and so thrilled with faith. I missed him. It's a little small building. And uh, so... Then, uh, several days later, he came back and he sat right on the back seat back there. And I'm just, and I, I saw him and, and I thought to myself, I'm sure glad he's back. And, and, uh, and he just sat back there right next to the door in the morning service. There wasn't all that many people there, but he's on the back seat mm-hmm. instead of his front seat. And all of a sudden he went, I mean, just, a, and just froze there. Anyway. Mm. Well, I, I thought, what in the world did he see? <laughs> and, and he said, after the service, he said, but may I please speak to you? <laughs> I said, sure. Oh, Brother Kenneth. And he told me what I said. It wasn't all that Baptist and made him mad. And he said, I'm not going back over there. I'm going to listen to that. And the Lord got after him. It took him three days to get him to come back in there. He said, there's an angel that's stuck to you. I said, I know it. No, he said, you don't understand. <laughs> he said, he's, he's looked like he's fastened to you. And big, he said, he's huge. Oh, God, glory. He said, you know that that soap commercial, Mr. Clean? And I said, yeah. He said, he looked like that, only great big. And he said, you'd be walking around and said, he just stuck to you. And then you'd kind of slow down a little bit, and he'd whisper something in your ear, and you'd just take off again. Glory to God. Well, he's still here right now. Yeah, I went in. He's still here right now. Sure. And now, because of the size of this ministry and and the things that that we're called to do together, our angels 
have increased. Amen. Amen. And it's, it, it comes down to when Jesus said this, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. Yes. Who do you think is going to do it? Right. Yeah. We have an angel covenant as well as we have. Now, you can look at the dark side of it and you can see the order. Because Satan is a fallen angel. He can't change God's order and there's no way. But right there in the sixth chapter of Ephesians, we get it. Mm-hmm. Principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, wicked spirits in the heavenlies. The madman of Gadara. Yes. Possessed with one unclean spirit. So you start off with one clean spirit. One angel. But as your ministry and life grows, man, it can it may take tens of thousands and who knows how many. <clears throat> Jesus said, and one person said it in the the, 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 in reading his Greek Testament, because he reads the Greek Testament for his, it was his dad Nelson mm-hmm. that read in thirty-two languages, mm. wrote and spoke in thirty-two languages. So, but so he read his Greek Testament. He said, uh, "What I read in the Greek in there, Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, if I don't have it, I'll create it.' Glory to God. Now, now, Greg, we're covenanted to that." Well, he did that with the children of Israel, and they were hungry, manna. Then they complained about that, and he brought them quail on top of that. But when you when you look at this... Jim, stop and think, where are we acting all those quail were? He just spoke them. <laughs> I believe he just spoke them. Well, yeah, that's all he had to do. Quail be, go. Get over there. Absolutely. So I'm thinking about that angel at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah. I'm reminded of that verse that says, whatever you bind on earth, whatever you loose on earth, it's possible for me to bind that angel. Oh, big I'm taking time. sickness out of my bread and water. Mm-hmm. And it's largely done right here. It's 99% done there because this is the activator. This plus action activates. Oh, you can have that big, giant, strong angel standing there just with his hands folded. May I demonstrate? Yes, sir. <coughs> oh, man. I'm coming down with something just short of the world. Mm. That angel thinks. Well, all right. <laughs> I'm helpless to protect him. I'm helpless to be a protector for him. I can't minister for him. He won't let me. Mm. Or I'm <coughs> I wonder what that is. The devil say, uh, would you believe cancer? <laughs> He'll just do his flip chart. Mm-hmm. And you're going through all that list and your angel says, come on, dummy, get in the word. You're, you have a covenant of healing and we're out of time. We're out of time. It did it again. I know. 15 minute broadcast, man. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, 
Jesus is Lord.